I went to lunch with this guy from Bank of America. He was there with his whole team. And I remember telling him the story and he went through and he and I had this long in-depth conversation at lunch and, and he helped me to figure out what it was that I was doing wrong, how I could fix me so that the perception from the outside was what I wanted it to be. And, and that changed me. It changed me. That plus a few other things I did was able to get me turned around. I had a long career. I was there for 20 years. I became the FOD eventually. And, and I, you know, I had a really good career. I did the work. I went to work on myself. I, I took the steps. I followed it. Hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the Hard Shop Life. All right, everybody, we're back again. Hard Shop Life. This is your boy, Coach J, and the G-Man. hey Yes, sir. This guy, wow. Reverberating in my head. That's right. Man, so we we sound a little different tonight, right, G Man? Just probably a tad little, bit, probably just a little bit. Yeah. So we're trying something new. Trying something trying a little something bit new. new. So we have we have multiple guests here today, uh, and I think it's going to be a very interesting evening about uh, a certain topic that I introduced, you know, a couple of weeks ago at a client, right? Mm-hmm. And I did this thing because I got this. Epiphany, whatever. I, I got a message. Yeah, inspiration. Inspiration. So the one thing I will tell you that knowing Jay for and working, working with you for all these years, probably working with you for 10 years, yeah. at least maybe more. Right. And uh, <laughs> now, you know, being, uh, you know, being friends and, and now business partners and now being business partners for last year. The one thing that's cool about being around you is that you always do something that inspires me. Like there's always something that you come up with. You know, I always give you shit about having ideas. And then, but then there's always this thing where I'm like, damn, he got me, got (laughs) in there. And, and I, I'm like this do the work thing has been rattling around in my head for since ever since you said it to me, I was just like, do the work. Yeah. Do the work. And now I say it all the time. You'll hear me say it's 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 just, it's in there. And so I haven't been encouraging you to share this, to inspire everybody else like you inspired me. And so we decided to get everybody together around the table. There's five of us here. We got Ben, Ben Dykstra, dealershiplife.org. We got Abel Aguirre, who's our, our ACE advisor trainer, who's here right now together with me. And then we've also got our good friend, Charlie, over here joining in. They, you guys, most people don't know, actually. I'm the only one that knows about this thing, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So nobody else knows. So. He's going to tell a story about where it came from, and then we're going to talk about what it means to us. And I have a story about what it means to me, and then uh, hopefully it'll inspire you to think and 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 maybe help you to succeed, help you to uh, to to hit whatever goal it is that you have out there, right? Maybe simplify, clarify, and and provide direction <coughs> towards hitting your goal. That's really what I felt like I got out of it. Is it, it kind of you know removed the fog and part of the trees and yeah. I could see everything. Very yeah, clear. so so this all start, started when I have been watching lately Mad Men from AMC. And everybody's always been talking about Mad Men and Don Draper and this amazing executive and this show. 
And I never, like, I've heard of it. I knew about it, right? And and I was like, okay, you know, like, okay, Mad Men, great, about ad execs. But then I started watching it, right? And I started watching it, and I started getting hooked on this character, Don Draper, right? This guy, Don Draper, like, he is the epitome of reinvention of yourself. He's the okay. man. Okay, he's the guy who, by accident, right, took another man's identity and became whatever he wanted. So he became that. He put in the work of becoming who that person is, right? Mm -hmm. And he ascended through his experiences. And by doing that, right, he learned, he grew, right? So there's a portion of, we're like in the seventh season and Don Draper is in an all time low. He is a bad alcoholic, right? Right. This dude has like lost his wife again. Like he's single again, right? He's single again. Second marriage ended single again. And so he's like just kind of done. Like he's losing his business, right? Because they want him out because of his alcoholism. Like he just can't handle it. And so he goes back in, right? He had been given a leave of absence, whatever. He comes back into the firm and he's trying to start again. And they tell him, hey, listen, this is what you got to do. You're gonna work under these people. We have a person who was you already there and they're your boss. And you're not only direct, not talking to them directly, they're working for somebody else who was your secretary that you promoted through the ranks. That's what he did. He was now answering to her. And so something dumb is like, oh, some taglines. It's something so minuscule. It's like telling a, 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 a retired general manager to, go do something like or retire, anything, just somebody of such a high rank to go do something so minuscule, right? Taglines, it's where I started. It's like nothing, it's like picking up the phone. Go answer the phone. And so this guy tells him and says, hey, listen, listen, they want me to do taglines. F this, I own this company, I'm a partner of this business. I don't have to, taglines, are you kidding me? I'm not gonna do it. So he tells him, tells the guy and he says, hey, listen, let's go to a Mets game tonight. Let's you and I get, and they get hammer drunk. He, was, he stopped drinking and promised that he wouldn't drink at work for coming return. He starts drinking. And then that night, they don't go to the Mets game. They literally, okay, he passes out because he's so drunk. And the next morning, the dude that was going to go to the Mets game with him comes back to see Don Draper wake up. And they're talking. And he tells them this. This is exactly what happened. Don Draper called. I want my job back. How the hell do you think that's going to happen when you're at the bottom of a bottle? You know, you never have to have another drink again. I don't want to hear that right now. You're hungover. It's the best time to hear it. I mean, are you just going to kill yourself? Give them what they want? Or go in your bedroom, get in uniform, fix your bayonet, and hit the parade? Do the work, Don. And dude, I saw this, and you see Don Draper's face, right? You see this dude's face, just like, it all just comes right back to him. It's like rushes to his head, right? The blood just goes in there and it just gets injected with oxygen to say, holy cow, I got it. He goes, dude, don't let it beat me. I got here. I did this, right? Don, do the work. So it took me to a place where I said, man, this is like deep stuff. Right? And he hit me. And so I wrote this down and I said, look, 
I wrote this. I said, do the work. I can spend a thousand words describing what it means, but it means what it means to me. It means what it means to you. It just means what it means. Do the work. I spend all this time, the most precious thing that we can't get back, making excuses to not do the thing I do, the thing you do, the thing we do. The excuses you give not to do what you, we, and I do. Do the work. Remember how you won? Remember how you got results? Remember when it gave you purpose. Do the work. It's a feeling you got the night before you had to do something special with it. It's a feeling you get the morning of it. It's the feeling you got when you were counted on to do what you do. Do the work. So I say this. Imagine feeling it again. Imagine time well spent again and imagine winning with purpose. If you just do the work. Like it got us there, right? So I said this thing and I said, that's what do the work is about, right? Everything you aspire to be, everything you've done, everything you've accomplished, you had a mindset that said, I'm going to do this. You decided when you were going to marry your wife, Ben, when you were going to marry your wife, Charlie, you said, I'm going to have to do the work for this. And it made it worth every step. You go through f***ing hell. G-Man, you've gone through f***ing hell. But you know what you did? Couple times. Couple times. (laughs) Listen, listen. But you both fucking did the work. Yeah. And that's where you're at. Right? And so you you told me this and I started thinking about it. And I was like, wow. So it took me all the way back to when I was a tech. Right? And I, I, I became the shop foreman. But I wasn't the, the sh- I, there was two of us there. One of us that kind of ran the text and ran the shop. And then, then I was the guy who would help out and answer questions, but I was the diagnostician. So they gave me every car that couldn't get fixed. And that's the one that I got. So <clears throat> not only are you the dealership, you're at the end of the repair chain. You know, if an independent can't fix it, it comes to us. On top of that, I'm at the end of that chain at the dealership, right? We had, we had 30 texts or something like that there. And so, I would get these cars and I would go through the steps and I would get to the end and I would still have the problem. The problem, I wouldn't fix it. And I would just sit there and go, man, what, what I can't, I don't understand. Like, what could it be? And I would just think to myself, like, and I checked that. I looked at that. I did this and no, 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 I did that. I looked at that. No, like that can't be it. And that's where I went wrong. And so what I would do is I would go back and I would do the steps over again. Because I missed something, right? It's your ego that something small, but it's your ego that prevents you from wanting to do that. It's it's what Don was saying. I'm not going to do taglines. I said I'm not going to check that again. I checked that. Yeah. Aren't I good? I'm the guy at the end of the food chain. Yeah. I should know, right? And so that so then I just said no. You stop. You start from the beginning and you do the work. Do it over again. Follow the steps, right? And so many times in life we get to that point. You know, where you just have to do the work. You know, I, 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 I mean, I, there were so many stories that, that just popped into my head when my back was against the wall and I had to go do things in order to get there. And you 
you have to be, you know, we always say hungry, humble, smart, right? And you have to have that humility in order to stop and look at yourself and say, I'm not doing the work. You know, I was, I was a serviceman. They promoted me to service manager. I don't think I was in the job 30 days and they're ready to fire me. And I was getting hate. I, all my employees hated me. The, uh, the customers hated me. And they were writing letters about me, literal hate mail, my name in it. And so they sat me down in the office and we had this consultant at the time and the consultant flew down to be at this meeting. I mean, it was over. Like I had three guys, two owners, the consultant in there. And they're just like, this isn't working. Like we, we hoped that this would work, but you could go back and be the shop foreman again. And I was just like, I don't want to go back out in the shop. And I said, you know what? I go, look, if you guys are open, just give me 30 days. Let me fix it. I can fix this. And they're like, we don't think, and you know, and I'm like, look, just trust me. If it doesn't work, you're, you're going to, it's a month later. You can do whatever you want. I'll, so you just have to sell it to them. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back to the shop. They were like, fine. So I went out and I said, okay, well, what can I do? Like, what, do I even really know what the problem is? Like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I have to figure it out. And so I found a course. It was how to speak with tact and finesse. And it was, it was in San Francisco. I lived in the East Bay. So I had to go to San Francisco and stay out there. And I'm in an unfamiliar area. And, and basically I went out there and I just went to work. I did the work. I went to work on myself. I, I took the steps. I followed it. I, it, it. My pride didn't get in my way. I took some stupid seminar that, you know, that was ridiculous. But the act of doing that, forcing myself to go out there, getting out of my comfort zone, meeting people that I didn't know, talking to that, having them judge me. You know, I was, I went to lunch with this guy from Bank of America. He was there with his whole team. And I remember telling him the story and he went through and he and I had this long in-depth conversation at lunch and, and he helped me to figure out what it was that I was doing wrong, how I could fix me so that the perception from the outside was what I wanted it to be. And, and that changed me. It changed me. That plus a few other things I did was able to get me turned around. I had a long career. I was there for 20 years. I became the FOD eventually. And, and I, you know, I had a really good career, but it wasn't, it, I had to do the work. Now that people would go, you know, I, hey, I'm just, just me. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to survive here. You know, you get your ego would jump in front and say, what am I going to do? But if you just stop, you make yourself humble. You take yourself back to the beginning. You go back to where you started from and say, you know what? I just need to do the work. I just need to follow the steps and do the work. And that's what hit me. And again, I like, I mean, just over and over and over again, there are times when I've been in that spot and had to reinvent myself. And and only through that process does that work, honestly. Only does that work. And I just think it's a I think it's an interesting thing, a very deep subject and a difficult thing for people to do in a lot of cases we underestimate it, in my opinion. Anybody else want to share? I agree hundred percent. We had that conversation the other day. Yeah. When I was telling you my theory growing up racing dirt bikes as a kid that, you know, my dad always said, hey, your championships are won on your worst days. So as long as you can make that worst day better each time, then that's you're going to get there. It's crazy. Like it's the experiences that allow us to fine tune the things. Mm-hmm. Right? But you got to be open better. to those experiences. Exactly. People aren't. That's no, the problem. No, of course, because they, they're they're confined by their yeah. their own their vision limiting of them, beliefs. The vision of themselves. Right? They're confined by their limiting limiting beliefs. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting. It's like you can be what you want to be. You just got to know you got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what it is. 
So you can flip this thing around too. I feel like I can think of examples in my own life. Like you're saying, do the work to make yourself who you need to be in order to get the thing done. And my question would be in the opposite way, could it be that doing a physical task or doing the physical work can also change who you are? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's, that's the thing. It, it's yeah. It's Cause that was kind of what, that was a, what my experience was. So do the work to me in my head instantly translates into dial the phone. Yes, exactly. And anybody who's been in a sales role or ever had to make this phone call knows, especially if there's nobody else around you, like you're an entrepreneur in your house, you sit there and you stare at the phone mm-hmm. for like 20 minutes, just trying to not freak out, run through all the scenarios. And really what you need to do is just dial the phone. Mm-hmm. And then whatever happens at that point is, it, 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 it is what it is. Yeah. Right? And you face it down and you improve little by little. But you don't know until you pick up the phone. Exactly. Right? It's so just you, like ripping so that band-aid the off the first time, right? Mm-hmm. Every time it gets a little bit better. Yeah. Because you know what the right. experience was. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like with, with the, you know, my, my discussion of the of going to San Francisco, it was that act of, of leaving my mm. comfort zone, yeah. of getting out of my bubble. And Marks it's your space. physical. It's like it changed my surroundings, being around different people. It just, it changed how I looked at things and allowed me to be able to do that work because without that, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah, so it's stopping to say, hey, I know I've checked that, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. And I need to go back and check it again because yep. the problem still exists. So I got to do the work. And so it is, it's, it's like, it's that thing where you're frozen and you have to have something and you gotta you gotta unlock it. You gotta unlock yourself. Yeah. That's exactly right. It's you gotta you gotta put in the work and remember. Remember the journey. Mm-hmm. See, we always talk about the thing. Right. Remember the journey. So you yeah. go back and you're all you're doing is fine-tuning the journey of of the of the story, right? So you you have multiple stories of when you did the work. Yeah. Right? You know it. You know it. And the thing is, is that you always remember the first time. You always remember the first time, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter, you were a freaking f- kid, right? Maybe you were doing the racing, you remember those moments. Like, I know I had to do these things in order yeah. to get that, Yeah. right? Yeah. So you've been working that muscle from so long. So that's the question I have to all of you. Is that, that's what I was talking about. Do the work is go back to that moment. Go back to that moment, right? Where you're like, dude, this was the hardest thing I ever had to do. Yep. But dude, I did it. And if I can do that, I can do almost anything. <laughs> well, plus when you look back, you realize how yeah. hard it was. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Or, or for us, it was taking those moments and going, it's not your time yet, but I want you to see what's coming. We failed on purpose. We, I learned every single step from the Chrysler store as a manager to the Mini Cooper store to the BMW, I learned every single step of going, wow, I don't do that. Do that. Do that well. Focus on that. Keep growing there. Keep going. Right? So when things like this, like what we do now, honestly, I'm working on that muscle because I'm associating it the same exact way. How am I going to solve this problem? How am I going to get this there? Right? That's what we do, G-Man, right? We go into places and we go, we've done this. Mm-hmm. We know the framework of it. Just gotta do the work. We gotta yeah. do the work. And the thing is, is, and that's what G-Man does. He, you're, you're the blueprinter, you make the blueprint. 
right? You say, this is how we're going to do it, right? And then it's me, us, going around and going, then let's do. Let's do it. Do we got to do the work, so right? What do you think is the biggest barrier to somebody doing the work? Fear. Fear. Fear of what? Well, I think it's failure. Fear. Well, I also think it's ego, too. I think it's mm, that's I, a I, good one. I, I don't need to do that. I've done that. Well, exactly, because like, just like you referenced, right? Being the tech. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's your, yeah, it's your ego yelling at you saying. Yeah. You're better than that. Yeah, you're better than that. I don't need to do that. Yeah. And I think, too. It's like making cold calls. Oh, what? That's oh, now I'm making cold calls? And, and, the, right. and what that's rooted in, in my opinion, is fear of what other people think of you. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Because you have this negative monologue that goes in your head that says all the things that you are that you think maybe other people are thinking about you mm-hmm. and you can't switch that off to pick up the phone yep. right to take the first step so i think that's where it starts at least that's where it started for me it's like i had to basically you know give the double barrels to all of that thinking which meant i had to ignore the opinions of some people mm-hmm. people that were very close to me and to get to get in my head to the point where it's like I don't I don't care, I don't care what you think. I'm going to do the work. Yeah, you can do the work. Yeah, 100. percent I remember I was at uh, I left I got well I got fired as a tech from the dealership that I was working at when I first started out about three or four years in I got fired and I was a bad tech I was making a lot of mistakes and uh, so then I get uh, I get hired on at this place and uh, I show up there. And the guy, the guy, the place opened at 7.30, but the guy almost never got there until 8.30. So I'd be sitting in the parking lot waiting for him to show up, you know? And then he'd get there, and there'd be me and a whole bunch of customers out there. And so then he'd open the shop, and I'd go in, and then he'd be there for like maybe 30, 40 minutes, and he'd leave. And customers were coming in, wanted to get written up, and I don't know, I was tech. I'd only been doing this three or four years. I was fresh out of high school, you know? And uh, and, I, and I was like, I totally, and I said, hey, look, you know, I'm here because I wanted to leave early and beat the tunnel. I was fighting the traffic. I was commuting at this point. Well, I'm here. Why don't you just give me a key? And then I can help the customers. And I'll show me what to do. Show me what, what needs to be done. And so I would get there in the morning. I'd open the store. I'd get everything ready. The customers would show up. I'd write them up. Then I'd call and get the parts. We didn't have any. It was me. Literally, I was right. the only one, the one there at some point. And then I'd do the work. I'd work on the car. And so it was like at some point I was like, I, ha- I just have to do the work. I just, what else am I going to do? I put myself in this position. I let myself get fired. I did a crappy job. And so now I just have to decide, you know, who am I as a person? Am I somebody that can, that can do something, that can pick themselves up, that can learn to do it right? And I just had to dig in. And this is what it took to revive my career. You know, for six months, I ran this guy's store for him. And you had to do the work because you didn't do the work in the first place, exactly. right? Exactly. That's, that's the See? epiphany of it. Exactly. Yeah. So he, that, there you go. And that's another do the work story. Right. So here's the question to both of you. Dude, I got a hundred of them. Honestly. I know. Yeah. You do have a hundred of them. There you go. Yeah. And that's, maybe. that's what it's about. <laughs> Listen, that's what it's about. We have work. Do do the work stories, right? Share one. Think about it. anything. Work never ends. Right? No, no. Yeah. But keep, what, 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 what do the work story do you have? You have thousands. Just anything. Anything you said, I'm going to do this, and I did it. We're in the middle of one right now, right? We are. We yeah. Are. So there you go. That's <laughs> the best one. Yeah. We need to, you know, we we need to get the store profitable. And yeah. Know, 
And it's and we just need to do the work. There's nothing yeah. special about it. There's nothing magic yeah. about it. It's so different than getting married, right? You get yep. married, everything's cool, honeymoon, and then guess yeah. what? Oh shit. It's yeah. time to do the work. Yeah, let's mm. do the work. It's exactly right. Yeah, so what's gonna happen on Monday, we're gonna roll out this big sale, right? Where we're gonna call and, and buy people's cars back, right? That's the most simplistic version of it. And so what we're gonna do is get everybody all excited. Be like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And the first thing everybody's gonna wanna think is, this is stupid, right? Like, I don't want to make this phone call. Mm. Yeah. And why? Because they haven't. And and they what what's different about today that I'm gonna all of a sudden change how I feel about this. Right. And even if it works, you have to face the fact that you weren't doing that all along. Right. And that's the thing that hurts the most sometimes is that you you had that opportunity and you wasted it because you didn't do anything with it. But it's the yeah. fear, right? It's the fear. But yeah. So it's coaches. So it's fear of pain. Right. Fear of right. failure. Fear of what other people think of right. you. Fear of success. Okay. So right. as a, as a, hold on. <laughs> so as a coach, as a coach, what do you think we should do about that? How would you coach that? How would you make them feel? So to me, that's a that's a get in the trenches and dig exactly. kind of a situation. Exactly. But you also so, have to take them back to that experience, just like you said. They've had the story before in their life. Just where is it? And you got to find where that story is at yeah, and relate it. Yeah. The thing is about the car business, we all, we, none of us just like started out, you know, doing well. We started out yeah. in lower positions and worked our way up. If you're in that situation now where you're going to sell a car and you got the sale, you're not there by accident. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're there because you got some sort of skills. You've yeah. done the work before. Right. You just have to do it now. So they have, they have to take them back and inspire them and remember a time in which you succeeded and you did something that you were afraid to do and then have them tell you the story. Honestly, if they tell you a story like I did, you know, right now it makes me feel like I could run through a wall. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so the thing is, is that's what we are always striving for. Right. And the thing is, is we spend more time looking at the championship trophy than yeah, really being thankful for the experience we just got in doing the work. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about. That's where the love is. Right now, what we're doing is the work, right? And we're, but we're figuring it out, right? Yeah. We're figuring it out. And because of this is how we will continually succeed if we maintain this mindset, right? It's on to the next one, on to the next, on to the next journey. That's how we do it. On to the next But don't wig. forget to reflect on exactly, the Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're learning. You're going to fail. Yeah. You have to go into everything accepting that you're going to fail. We've already failed on this deal several times on several things already. We're learning. We're growing. We're adapting. Right? And we're moving forward. Because we're not quitting. Like I'm. We're not here to be around quitters. Right? True. If you're right. committed, you're committed. All right, Abel. We haven't heard from you yet. I know. You've been quiet. He's the silent right. assassin, man. Uh -huh. He's the silent assassin. He's the sniper. I don't have a deal work story. Yeah. I have a Did lot you hear? of work stories. And a lot of them had to do with you guys because you guys, I I mean, when Jair and you guys contact me the first time, or I mean, I've known you guys for a while and I always want to do a little bit better than anybody else around me. And so I, that's why I was seeking training through you guys without help of anybody else in my leadership. But, um, Regardless yeah, so you you called us right yeah. so I had so, to do the work yeah so we so we we you know Jay and I uh, coach Jay and I teamed up we we partnered up 
we opened up our own company, JBI Coaching, and then um, we were we were we had a big client that we were and we were looking for other clients, especially when COVID hit mm-hmm. and things were tough for us. And then Abel reaches out. And says because we were doing the da- that's what we were doing the daily mm-hmm. uh, thing on Facebook oh, morning break yeah. because the morning break because yeah. yeah, we were home we yeah. night <laughs> so we were just on Facebook every day that was half our day right yeah it was get up take a shower Facebook yeah. live then it's noon make yeah. lunch go to bed like, exactly yeah. <laughs> so then you called us and said hey look you know what I I want you to coach me and and I don't know that you necessarily like we're the we're a person who I would classify as needs it right. But yeah, you just wanted to put in the work, right? You just like, I just, I, you know, that sometimes you get to that point where you, you, you've accomplished so much that you're, you almost can't see the basics. You can't go back to the beginning anymore. Like I was talking about diagnosing that car. Like you get to that point where you've, you've gone to the end and you're, you're smart enough to where you're like, nah, I've checked that. That can't be the problem. And so it's like, you need somebody from the outside to say, no, bro. Oh, you're missing that one thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much my story when it comes to that, too. And also, I, I was kind of blinded. I just wanted to do one certain brand, and that was it. Because for the past 17 years, like, this is my brand. And then you guys are like, dude, it's the same thing. You just yeah. got to open up your eyes. It's, right. Dude, and this you know, is... So now, you, do, you, do you see? He sees more. He sees more. You could walk into any store. So, G-Man. So, G-Man. This is what's so crazy. And this is where it's weird to me. It's eerie at times. So, to me... I was the same guy. I was only BMW, only BMW. I'm being told, look, come work and be a Honda service advisor. Just be an advisor here. No, I wanna be a BMW service advisor. It's my dream. I just, I I know that if I'm a BMW service advisor, I can buy my dream car, which is an M3 and do it through employee pricing and do that, right? And there's this guy who's my mentor who hired me at BMW, now the big boss at Honda telling me, listen, you can do the same thing here. Come to Honda's and you can buy three Beamers. Come, he goes, <laughs> come, seriously, he goes, come be, come here and be bigger than that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I do. And of course, I go back and buy my M3. Yeah. Rest or, is history. Rest, rest, rest is history. And the whole thing is, that's what I saw on this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy's like, Subaru, Subaru. I'm like, bro, just, I want you to take that level of intensity and passion for a brand. Yeah. Because you care so much about, about doing what it is that supports that. Support it for all, especially your dealers and your clients, and they're gonna love you for it. So, I, so I was you. Mm-hmm. I got hired by by like you know a consulting company a while back, and uh, and I had only worked for BMW. I was BMW got my whole career, BMW and Mini, and uh, and so then my first gig is I was helping another consultant work a store in in Buffalo. It was a Chevy store, mm-hmm. and I was like, shit, I'm no Chevy. I never worked for a domestic. Like I have no idea. Am I going to be able to do this? So like all this fear and self doubt, mm-hmm. all this stuff running through my head. Do I have the skills? Am I good enough? Do I really know what I know, or do I just know one thing? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should just go back and figure out. You know, go back to what feels safe. And uh, I I just said, nah. I'm just going to go do it. And so I went out there and 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 I just don't want to keep saying it, but it's true. We did the work. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we did. We I just said, okay, well, what are the steps? What are the things to look for? What what would I look at a BMW store? Now maybe the numbers a little smaller, the hours per month, but it doesn't matter. The the numbers are all yeah. the same. The metrics all add up mm-hmm. to what you want to do. Like your, your your net number is a direct result of your hours per repair rate, your effective labor rate, yeah. right? Yeah. Your sales volume, and so it's like you just got to put all those things in play, and it's it just 
it, it just again, like I said it from the like, it just cuts like a knife through the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And clarifies everything and it gets you focused, right? Because now you're not everything's on the table. You're not stuck in a whirlwind. You're not stuck in yeah. yeah. You're yeah. just like a laser. Yeah. So and just so, follow the steps. So I'm gonna give away our secret. I'm gonna give away the secret to it. If if it because it's too it's too obvious for it not to be what it is, right? When you're at one brand or at a store, right, and you look at it, forget about the brand, focus it on the business of the store, and you learn what the backbone of the store is, and that's the financial statement. Yeah. That's the universal part. I go into any single store and I'm like, they all have financial statements. I know what to go look for. I know what they're doing. I know how their expense structure is. I know exactly what their gross profit measures are. I know how they're, they've caught, it's the same formula. So the thing is, is we go in at that, right? And you look at it and go, okay, this is it. Like I can read this. I understand the metrics of that and I can apply them here, right? What people get wrong all the time, right? Is they think that expense is something you just get rid of. Yeah. Right? For example, they take into people, right? As an expense that you literally can just cut. Yeah. Right? But the thing is, is the workforce are the people that do the work. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That gets you wherever you need to go. So the funny thing to me all the time is like, oh, go fire three people, go fire 10 people, go do whatever. We got to cut people, we got to cut jobs, we got to cut jobs. I'm like, okay, cut jobs, I guess. But if you just talk to them and say, hey, we have a mission to make, we do do, go do this thing. We got to go do it. Yeah. Right? Because the the last thing I'm trying to do is get rid of you guys. Right. Yeah, right. So let's go do the work. If we do the work. We're all here. We all, yeah, right. It's pretty simple. We all get to work. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> if you don't do the work, you're gone. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You, you don't get it? Yeah. Like, that's how simple it is. It's it's guess what? We keep all this. So hey, I think I think we killed it with this one. I think I, I want to thank you for inspiring me. Yeah. You know, and, and I can tell you we did this at this the dealership that we were at last week, and you inspired everybody else. And so it's been an honor to work Thanks, with you and bro. to be around with you and to have you affect me in such a deep way. And I know I don't tell you that. You know, I don't Whoa. tell you that, but I'm telling Whoa. you. It was really, really did affect me. And I and I owe it to you to let you know how much and, oh, and how much I appreciate it, how much I enjoy I enjoy being part of this. You and I don't always see eye to eye. And I think that's important. That's why yeah. it works. See eye to eye. That's why it works. Man. It's true, man. I, I am not any, I'm telling you, but you are my better half for sure. And I appreciate that. We we do this together, man. We make each other better. We make each other better, man. This is awesome. So anyways, have your own do the work story. Think about it. If you want, come to our Facebook page at jdicoaching.com. Throw it up there. Um, I'd love you to be part of the conversation, but I'm sure everybody's got a hundred of them. Think back all the way back as far as you can. You have a do-to-work story, a time when your back was against the wall, when you needed to do something and you 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 became humble, went back to the beginning, started over and just did the steps, did the work you needed to do, regardless of how, you know, how, the emotional impact on you. So we appreciate you listening. Thanks again for tuning into Hard Shop Live. Remember to hear, we'll see you next time. Yeah.